0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Amem Torah Podcast. My name is Yosef Siegel. Um, I apologize for this week's uh, recording uh, level. Uh, I'm working on a new microphone, and uh, please just bear with me if the quality is not as good as usual. Um, hopefully by next week we'll have worked out all our kinks. Uh, but in the meantime, let's get started with this week's Torah for Parsha's Noah. So, of course, the most famous uh, historical event Uh, that we find in Parshas Noah is the Mabul, the flood, which lasted for 40 days and 40 nights and destroyed all life in the world besides for Noah, his family, and the animals that he brought with him into the Teva. And uh, at the end, they're left to repopulate the world and basically start everything over almost from scratch. But that's really not the only uh, big uh, event that happens in this week's Parsha. Uh, At the end of the Parsha, we have the story of the uh, Migdal Bavel, the Tower of Babel, the famous story, which uh, the basic story is like this, and I'm going to go based on the psukun, and uh, afterwards we'll look at the Mepharsham and the different ways that, the different details they add into the story, which are not uh, found uh, straight, they're not written straight out in the Psukim. So the Torah tells us that at that time, everyone in the world lived in the same area and spoke the same language. Uh, it was still soon enough after the flood. That uh, everyone uh, was still recognized themselves as uh, a descendant of Noah and from one of his three sons. And uh, basically, what ended up happening is that uh, the population was growing and uh, they began to uh, spread out and move away from each other. So, in order to prevent themselves from being spread out too far, it seems that they didn't want to be too far from each other. So, they came up with a plan. Uh, we're going to read a Pusik now. This is uh, Paracute Alice Pusik Gimel right at the beginning of Shvi, the last Lea in the Suze Parsha. And it says like this. Uh, they said, let's build a city, Migdal Vrosho B'Shemayim, and a tower with its top in the heavens. The Naso L'Nushayim, and we'll make for ourselves a name. Pennafut, tell Pennegal lest we be scattered on the face of the land. So the us look continue. Hashem comes down. He sees that they're building the tower. He becomes upset. He's upset that uh, the fact that they have, uh, they are all have the ability, this tremendous gift, to uh, speak one language and have communication with each other, and this is what they're doing. So he causes them all to uh, speak different languages, and uh, they all uh, spread apart, and the tower falls into ruin. So that's the basic story. So a few basic questions come up from the story. First of all, w- what's the purpose of building this tower all the way to the sky? Why does it need to be that tall? Why can't it just be a big tower? Why are we saying that it goes to the sky? Uh, Second question is, why were they afraid of being spread out? What was the big deal? And third of all, and probably the biggest question is, what exactly were they doing wrong here? That Hashem came down and he punished them. So the basic explanation of this story is brought by Rashi, and it goes like this. The people who were in the world at the time obviously had heard about the Mabel, Noah and their fathers, must have told him Must have told him what happened, um, but they didn't believe that it had been caused by the people's sins. They thought that roughly every 1,700 years, uh, which is around when the model happened, um, Hashem would destroy the world, regardless of what was happening. It was just a reaction. It was a natural course of events that Hashem would put into the world that it would be destroyed every 1,700 years and uh, started over again. So in order to stop Hashem, From doing this, they decided that they were going to build a tower all the way up to the sky, uh, find Hashem, and fight him. So Hashem comes down, and he gets upset because he has given them this amazing gift of one language and one society, which allows them to have clear communication, total understanding with each other, total cooperation at this point, and they're using it for such a wicked purpose. So he takes that gift away which uh, results in that cooperation being broken up, that uh, there's no longer a clear understanding. And uh, the construction of the tower is discontinued, and everyone ends up moving to their own countries and uh, joining up with uh, whoever they can understand. So that uh, answers our questions. That's why they built up to the sky. That's why uh, they were, didn't want to be spread around. They just, they wanted to. They were uniting to fight Hashem, and that's why they were punished. Now, the Kliocar, uh adds in a few details which change around what the issue uh, was for the people of the Doraflaga. So, again, like we explained, at that time, everyone spoke the same language, everyone lived in the same basic area, and everyone was at peace with each other. But once the population expanded and they had to begin moving out, spreading out to other countries or other areas of land, they were afraid that... This would cause them to uh, go to war and, gen- in general, have strife between each other. Why? What? How would that happen? They felt that even though they were still speaking the same language, but once you have different countries, so everyone has a different agenda, everyone has different value system, everyone has different priorities, um, and they would obviously conflict with each other, and that would lead to uh, disagreements and they would end up fighting each other. But if they could all stay together in the same place, that would keep their priorities um, and their uh, values the same, and uh, they would uh, be able to stay at peace. So therefore, they decided to build a huge tower in one location so uh, they can continue to uh, be enough space for everyone to live together without uh, having to move away. So that's why they built the Towers of the Sky, and that's why they were afraid of being spread around. So what were they doing wrong, though? If anything, we see now that the purpose of this tower was to keep the peace. So why were they being punished for keeping the peace? So the Kliyakar explains that it has to do with the phrase in the Puzzlec, V'nasa shame. Let's make a name for ourselves. They told themselves that the reason why they were building this tower was to keep the peace, but they let it slip out what their real purpose was. It wasn't to keep everyone together. It was under shame in order for them to make a name for themselves. If the population had stayed together all in one place, then any greatness a person would gain would be witnessed by the entire world. But if they kept expanding and moving outwards and, and, and covering a larger area of land, then the greatness that a person would gain in one area would not be felt by the people all the way in another area. And the ability to show themselves off in front of others would now be limited. We see that nowadays when, when there are people who are famous or who have uh, strong abilities, they're naturally drawn to these big populated areas, um, even though we can still communicate with each other across tremendous distances, because they want to be in the area with all the action. They want to be where there's the most people. Now, not all, I'm not saying that all these people are doing this to show off in front of each other, whether it's for good or for bad what they're doing, but the idea is that naturally uh, greatness is attracted to uh, large crowds. So in order, so for the Dora Flaga, who was definitely doing it for the wrong intentions, so they wanted to keep everyone together so that the Nassau and Ushane, so that they can make a name for themselves together with everyone, that any hint of their quote-unquote greatness would be witnessed by everybody. There would be no limit to how they could show themselves off. So the Kliocer, this is an amazing idea. He's What he's saying is that if they had really built the Tower of Babel for the sake of peace, they would have been successful. If their intention was really to keep everyone together and that would have been it, Hashem would have let them finish it. But that's not what their true intentions were. Their true intention was just to show off for each other. And actually what would have happened if they would have been successful based on of their true intentions, the exact opposite of what they said would have happened. Keeping everyone together when the purpose was to allow some people to be better than everyone else would have led to even more strife than if everyone was different from each other and had different agendas, and they would have fought that way. Keeping everyone together and causing some people to be better than others would have caused way, caused way more issues than what actually happened. So Hashem ca- came and saw what their true intentions were and immediately broke them apart. And the irony is that, you know, in general we look at uh, before the Dora and we talk about the amazing uh, communication and amazing actus cooperation that they had but the the irony is that according to this explanation the fact that hashem broke that society up and caused everyone to speak different languages and spread across the entire world it didn't uh, cause cooperation to decrease it actually increased the cooperation that people would have with each other thank you very much to everyone for listening uh Please email me with all your questions and comments uh, at aimemtorah at gmail.com, A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to our email newsletter, which is where you'll get the uh, written version of this Stavar Torah along with a mp3 download of the podcast. The podcast, of course, is hosted on ashkafahambog.com, uh, my website where you can download all the previous podcasts and learn about my book, Reality Check. Uh, the podcast is also on iTunes. Just search for the Amm Torah podcast or my name, Joseph Siegel. You can also, of course, visit the blog itself where all my Dvar Torah since uh, 2010 are posted. That's Old Ideas for the Modern Mind blogspot.com, and you can uh, check us out on all the social media platforms. Uh, Twitter at, at Amm Torah, Facebook Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind. There's also a page over there for Reality Check my book, it's Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. And please contact me. I really look forward to hearing from you. I love to get feedback and and your questions. All right, that's it for this week. Have a great job, everybody, and looking forward to speaking to you soon.